Hi, I'm John Timmerman, and I prefer tube socks when I run, but not when I walk. Hi, I'm Rob Shogger. You know what, I wonder how many miles my thumbs have scrolled. <clears throat> hey, I'm Al Kutri, and I've never been to the West Coast. And we are the founders of the No Bull Company. What's up, Buzz Nation? Are you a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk? How about AJ Vaynerchuk? How about David Meltzer? Well, you can see them all for free. April 8th. 2021 at our Noble 2020 conference, Noble 2022.0 that is, that's a free $250 ticket. All you have to do is head to empathywines.com, buy any 12 bottles of delicious empathy wine, use the code Noble2020 at checkout, and you will get a free $250 front section seat. That's right. Just head to Noble2020.com for more details. What's up, Buzz Nation? Welcome to I'm a Little Buzz, the show where we bring a ridiculous amount of life to business, all while sharing a glass or a can of whatever makes you slash us happy while talking about whatever gets us buzzed. Mm. Fellas, what's getting you buzzed right now? Rob, what's getting you buzzed? My garden is exploding with joy. Holy humidity is doing it, right? The heat and a little bit of rain. We got blossoms galore. Mm. Nice. Fantastic. It's going to be a good harvest. I can feel it. You? Uh, my newborn son is becoming a small human. Uh, like, the transition is made from where it's just like coos. Like, like, he still does like the random noises, but he's responding in a way. Like, literally, was inside today, walked out the door, mm. like said, like, bye, walked out of the door. Like, my wife is yeah. in there with him. Oh, I thought he said bye. No. I was like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I thought he walked out the door. I was like, you ain't shitting. He is yeah. growing up. Wow. Little human. Like yeah, a little, like, uh, E-Trade baby. He's like, see you, John. <laughs> I'll be back. I got to take your car. <laughs> no, but he, I walked out the door and I was like, bye. And I literally walked out. I forgot something. So I immediately turned around and walked back in. And when I opened the door, his whole body, like convulsion of excitement, uh, like responding to like see me after yeah. literally One, two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. That's I shut the door and literally opened it back up and he was just like, ah! So you know what game. Buzz Nation really wants to know? What? They want to know about Tripp's kneecaps. I don't know if he has kneecaps yet. I don't know when. Oh, here I don't we know. go. When, when did we find that out? I don't know when babies did actually you poke get him? Knee- kneecaps. He's, his legs are too fat. Even if he had them, I couldn't find him. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Same thing. You too? Same. Yeah. yeah. Don't poke my kneecaps. There's nothing's going to be there. Yeah. They might be in there. You just yeah. can't find them. You can't find yeah. them. Like my abs. So what's getting you buzzed? Uh, you know, I got a, like a big fat juicy watermelon at home. <laughs> Going to dive into that? That I can't wait. Because again, my may or may not have eaten today. Again? Uh, every time we have a podcast, I get like, I don't know what happens. Get distracted. But I can't yep. wait to get home. And eat. And Gallagher that thing. Mm. Chop it in half. One of these episodes. Crush it. We should take a watermelon. Ah. Some empathy wine. Oh. Uh-oh. Poke the hole. With the, I don't uh, know, the red or the rosé? Probably the rosé. Rosé. Yeah. All day rosé. Oh. All day rosé. Yeah. With the water. You know how they put the drill? Future, yeah. <sighs> Future episode. Oh, I think let's we do should it. do it. Put a spigot in it? Yeah. <laughs> Cap it. Done. There you go. Oh, man. Wow. Anyways, so we're all pretty buzzed. Yeah. Um, But now is the time to cheers to life, love, lots of laughter and l staying calm when testing all of our production equipment never gonna happen cheers ever
Yowzer. Today's episode is brought to you by Chuck E. Cheese Balls, where dad jokes, bad jokes, and sad jokes all compete for the crown of the biggest cheese ball. It's a great game for a lame-ass party. I've got schmutz on my shirt. Yeah, well, today is a solo show. Here we just are. Just the three of us. Quick little update nice. uh, show. Or not really an update show. Just a, just a thing. Yeah. Chit-chat. Chit-chat show. But we want to bring some uh, value to you out there uh, who are trying to start your business, juggle your life with all of said business activities. So we're going to talk about overcoming weaknesses to find success in life and business. Really in business, but let's, you know, in life and business also. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob and I were listening to a, a podcast, or I listen to a podcast. I don't even know if you listen to it. Which one? Uh, listen to a bunch uh, this week. The Ed Milet, uh J.P. Pearson? Is that his name? I did listen to, uh, yeah. to some of that, yeah. So it was a pretty cool podcast. Uh, and just talking about finding your weaknesses, recognizing them, overcoming them, <clears throat> instead of trying to fight them, mm-hmm. right? And get better at them. You know, you can find other ways forward. So anyways, this podcast is not about that podcast, but we all have our own weaknesses. Uh, we've all had to try to overcome them or co- overcome them today to try to grow this business, to try to grow previous businesses. So I mm-hmm. uh, thought this was a really relevant topic <clears throat> that hopefully brings some value to you out there listening or watching um, yeah. to see how we kind of juggle our own shit yeah. while we're trying to grow the rocket ship known as the Noble Company. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. So company, uh, company. <laughs> I'll, I'll start because okay. I've thought about this right. uh, uh, a bit and one of my biggest weaknesses is the details, mm. right? Devils There's in the so details. There's so many details in running your own business. Mm. Rob, you know it. You started a small business, a lawn care company. Like mm-hmm. You have to do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. And nobody is good at everything. And if you are, if you get good at that thing, it starts taking away from the things that you are naturally good at because you just don't have enough time to do, you know, mm-hmm. to do everything. Right. So something is going to suffer, right? So earlier in my career... First of all, my strength has always been like imagination, uh, strategy, kind of like vision, seeing everything and how it could be and like what could happen. Yeah. And I and I focus so much on that. My brain automatically goes to that that I that I have trouble with the details. Mm-hmm. Well, starting Good Monster, it was just me and my business partner at the time, so we had to do everything. Mm-hmm. Also, he wasn't good at the details either. Nope. <laughs> so that so that was a rough start. Uh, but I had to learn. Like you can't. You could you can either find money, find another business partner, you know, find somebody to fill the gaps, right. which is uh, which is sort of what we're you know we've found mm-hmm. in each other a bit, but at the time did not have that, and so I had to spend so much more time than somebody who is Type A that is really good at details to try to get mm-hmm. it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the imagination and the future. Uh, the vision and and what comes next went away. Yeah. So literally what happened for the first, I would say six years of good monster was, uh, I had all these strategies for a client. I tell them they're like, love it. Let's do it. Uh, we brought them on as a client and then we had to do all the work. Right. So now I had to learn all the details. I had to do all of the, I had to learn Facebook's new algorithm and, SEO and just everything, right? right? Whatever, whatever we were doing, right? So that then the vision and the strategy of how do I grow Good Monster 
And how do I hire this employee for when this happens? And like, you know, mm -hmm. I got pulled into the business mm -hmm. is a kind of the common term. Like you work in right. the business, not on uh, the business. Yep. Got pulled into the business. We thankfully did good work for the client um, or the clients. But I can remember we lost a client just purely due to they were sold. Um, and the company that bought them wanted to use their current marketing agency. So they're mm -hmm. like, thank you very much. You did a great job, but see you later. I had no like next client. We right. were, I, had, I had no sales pipeline. I had no like marketing that we were doing to like, okay, fill the gap of that client. That was a pretty big size, a good size client. So now backs up against the wall. Oh shit, how am I going to afford this? Like that income's gone. Mm -hmm. That probably happened three times mm. in, over the course of Good Monster mm -hmm. and only was able to realize that that weakness is definitely not something that I should be paying attention to. Mm -hmm. I should not be trying to do the details. That's not where my strengths are. And any time I do that, probably the details will suffer because I suck at those anyways. And the strategy is going to suffer because I'm not focusing on it. Mm -hmm. So finally learned that and coincided with finding a great project manager for Good Monster that is amazing at that stuff. And so now the pair of us, along with our other team members, are really allowing us to grow yeah so although the of success course. is <laughs> not although the success is not achieved it's like an ongoing thing like we're finding that momentum we're going so you know the finding your weaknesses and really like trying to figure out how to not not focus on those offload those to somebody else or bet on your strength so that your weaknesses are smothered is absolutely the best way to to go about it. Um, I'm solely convinced that now, and it's a really hard pill to swallow, right? Yeah. Really hard thing to swallow, um, saying like, "Yeah, I suck at this thing," and I it's should not be doing it. It's a necessary pill, though. I should not be doing it. Yeah, it's necessary. Yeah. So that's my story. So I think that there's, you know, there's a time when you have to do it all. There's a time when you need to grow it enough to get to a point where, okay, I've hit this plateau, I've got some money, you know, now you need to know like when to invest in that in the next step, right? Mm -hmm. To to bring on maybe it's that first employee or whatever that is. Um I think it and it's different for everybody. Like so you hear like all these social media, you know, influencers say, well just start, just go do it. Well, yes, you, you should just start. Just go do it. That's great. But you also need to have some sort of a plan. Mm -hmm. So, like, for me, I've always been a starter and so excited and so wanting to just start something that I did, uh, but that I never followed through or never thought it through really all the way. So, right. jump into business, you know, like, going back to, you know, my first company was actually when I was, I don't know, late, mid-teens. Mid was was mowing lawns in the neighborhood and then late teens early 20s was starting another business where i was offering trimming and pruning of shrubs and stuff like that and then that led into another business and you never knew the business behind like i had no reason to be in business like i could provide a service hmm. but the business part was lacking so word of advice today like if you're thinking of going into business for yourself to make sure that you're you know, you've surrounded yourself with 
enough of the right people. And there are free services out there today for different things. If you're missing something or lacking something of a skill set, reach out to people and say, hey, do you know anybody that does this? And chances are you'll find somebody um, in an organization, maybe a nonprofit that's willing to help you in some of those things. But multiple times I like start and then, oh shit, you know, I don't like, what am I doing here? And then give up, roll over, forget it, you know, put it on the shelf, let it collect dust. So you get jacked up about the idea and you're totally the one to put in the work. Yep, but then I'll work my ass off. It gets for sure. to like where you're like you don't know what the next steps are or something like that, yep. and then it kind of fizzles. Yep. And so the older I've gotten, the more I have pressed pause. So okay, let's think this thing through. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's a little extra prayer time. Maybe it's a little like getting some more advice. But there's also something for, from getting too much advice, mm-hmm. I think, or getting advice from the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Like, do not go to somebody. Who like like don't don't take wealth advice from your broke relatives like that's one of the ones I always think of, like oh you shouldn't do that I'm like really what the hell do you know you guys you know whatever everybody's got a different scenario but yeah. there's, through business and life you'll always do not take advice from somebody who's not been where you are and is as far exceeded it you know um, what do they say never trust a thin chef that's a new one I've not heard that one yet never trust, never a, thin trust a thin chef. This is what it is. What about the couple we just saw making crazy fat cookies? Yeah. But they're like jacked. Yep. Don't trust them. Keto cookies. Uh, no, no, no. no, trust that. <laughs> and then let's get some cookies. They're our sponsor next week. Yes. After, on day 76. We'll on day 76. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that like, you know, so the older I've gotten, you know, a little more wisdom, a little more patience, a lot more grace. And I've just learned that, okay, it's okay to press pause think through at least you don't have to have the whole like the whole thing mapped out mm-hmm. but at least have the next two or three steps mapped out and then it was after that for me it was put the ego in check right so like i don't need to be everything because i i can't be everything it's impossible yeah you just you just talked about that like so it's okay and i don't have to be in the limelight right. so like we all discussed when we you know formed the noble company that we were actually going to remove ourselves from the limelight. Like we said at, you know, at 2.0, we're, we're not speaking. This is not about us. And we went above and beyond really most of our skill sets from business and speaking and look where we ended up. So we put the ego in check, took ourselves out of it, press pause, reevaluate. How many times have we pressed pause quickly, short pause, and then reevaluated and be like, okay, Let's move. We're okay. And we've agreed that we are on the same page. We had some parameters and some rules put in place. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing when I decided I was going to seek out some sort of the glue, as you guys have heard me refer to it, for my blueprint leadership development. Like, okay, should I do this? Because I looked at an opportunity once, I passed it up, and then I'm like, okay, two years have gone by. I'm going to mm-hmm. like look at it again. Short pause. Waited for some confirmation for some things to line up as I needed to see them. Mm-hmm. They did much quicker, like within two to three days. You know, I had some confirmation with a little help from upstairs and said, okay, we're good. Now let's move forward. Mm-hmm. And then still, I repeated the process and I pressed pause again. I said, okay, look, I'm, I, I'm not big enough to do what I need to do for the vision that I have. 
So reach out to other people and basically build a bigger team. Mm. And so COVID hit, press paused again, which was fine uh, because the team opportunity actually grew because I pressed pause and didn't try to force something through during a time when it, when it wouldn't have worked, you know? Yeah. Actually brings me back to the interview that we just wrapped up with the buttery bros about, you know, think of a couple of different ways they could have gone about their career, right? They could have, uh, launched their YouTube channel when nobody knew who they were. Yep. They could have put out great content and they could have kept doing that over and over again and then out reached out to sponsors. I mean, that's sort of what we're doing, right? Like, mm-hmm. like we don't have a big name. So we're, we've decided to put out content and then grow little bits at a time. Mm-hmm. Instead, they were uh, affiliated with a, a you know major fitness organization. They already had the name for producing great content. And then when they kind of decided to leap off and, and do their own thing, they attached themselves to a massive athlete in the space and then that did so well that then sponsors starting started contacting them and like the momentum kind of already, you know, happened. Right. Uh, or I guess it happened a lot quicker because they had already kind of built up that, you know, that uh, clout. Mm-hmm. But they started too. So we, we they took us down a little bit of uh, memory lane and said, hey, this is where, where we were. This is how we got started. Like, so I was talking with our friend Steve today. You and I both given him the same advice. Mm. So Steve owns this uh, business sale that uh, they do cost analysis for businesses. Mm. Like he'll look through all of your bills and everything like that and find out like where you, where'd you miss something? Maybe you're being taken advantage of. So you told him this, I confirmed it today and I said, hey, you should really just start doing more content on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. because really that's where your demographic is going to be outside of your cold calling and direct marketing. And I said, just start. Like giving them some tidbits, like yeah. what to look for. Some, yeah. Give the value, right? But just start. Yeah. And because there's not a lot of, he's not going to lose a lot by doing that. Yeah. Like it's, you know, five minutes and, of time. You and know? that's his current weakness. Like he, he self-proclaimed said like, this is not my, in my DNA. This is right. definitely out of my comfort zone. So right now that's a, a weakness, mm-hmm. which you know, there's a few different ways you can look at it. You can either, like me, say like, I'm never going to be good at details. I'm never going to be as good as somebody who's naturally good at details. They're mm-hmm. a type A personality. Like, I, that's just not, I have the mm-hmm. other side of the brain going. Sure. Right? I've developed skills over time of looking at numbers and things like that because I've had to, but that's still not my strong suit. Uh, one way would be to avoid it and find somebody else to fill the gap. Another way of looking at this general topic of overcoming weakness is uh, like Steve, who's overcoming that, you know, uncomfortableness mm-hmm. in front of the camera to find a little bit of success. It, he might not still be, he still might not be a natural charismatic person on camera, but I saw his first video and he got like a ton of feedback, 30 you yeah. know, likes and a bunch of comments saying congrats on your first video. Like, so even though it's not a strong suit, He's finding success by just co- overcoming that that right. weakness. And, and so, and here's a, an example of where you don't want to like bury your head in the sand and say, "Well, this is a weakness. I'm just going to hire somebody." Is your freaking money? If you don't know how to manage your books within your business, you're and all of those things, like you need to learn that first because otherwise, you go and hire somebody out. 
they embezzle, they can take your money, they can like screw things up. And next thing you know, you've been so busy working, as you said, in the business, not on it, that next thing you know, you're like, oh, what do you mean we don't have any money in the in the bank this week? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's certain things you just, you've got to put the time in to learn them yeah. before you go and hire somebody. Even if that's that person is not an employee, but actually a professional. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody's a professional doesn't mean that they're not going to screw up and make mistakes that they're not going to be, you know, unethical. Yeah. Or they just don't have the focus, right? If they're a, a finance professional that has 30 different clients, like, yep. you know, their attention can only go to so many different places, right? So they might not be looking for, oh, you're wasting, talking about cost analysis, oh, you're wasting $1,000 on all of these things that right. you signed up for. I mean, right. we get this shit all the time at Good Monster. We sign up for like a software program to make social media posting easier or measuring Google ads or whatever it is, team doesn't use it for three months and we all forgot it was even there. Right. You know, yeah. So now you've lost the money. And as Steve pointed out today, you may have canceled it or told somebody to cancel it, but your continued payment, and this is how the verbiage is in the contract, well, if you continue to pay, it means the same as you're continuing, you wanting the service. Mm. So, so they could just claim it's like a mistake or something. Yeah. So you, I told you to can't. I want. I don't want the service anymore. You didn't cancel it. Three months later, I continue to pay you. Well, in your contract, it says, "Hey, acknowledge of payment is acknowledge of contract." It's not your fault. So you have to it's like cancel it. You you, you can't. You need, I need to like, follow whatever. up and make sure I canceled it and it's done. Yeah, yeah. and the, the payment's not coming out anymore. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a jump off what you Business said. Business lessons, you know, about focus. That is one hundred percent my weakness. Is focus. Like I, I have the attention span of a moth, in terms of, you know, unless unless I'm unless I'm like at two o'clock in the morning and when I'm learning something online, I'm focused because I'm like okay, you're in your groove. I'm in the groove. When I'm playing, I'm focused. But someone in, in my position where you're building all sorts of different things. You're building this company with you guys. I'm in real estate. I'm in the stock market. I got other the charity on the board doing the marketing. You know, probably 12 different things that are somewhat unrelated. And all the people pulling you in those directions to, to get those things off the ground. Um, and I keep adding more things, right? Which is st- stupid i shouldn't but i like them i'm interested in them and i i am sort of a firm believer that like you should try a lot of shit Mm. to get a lot of shit off the ground i don't think there's an entrepreneur in the world that doesn't have multiple multiple streams of of income um but in this phase of building that for someone that's like it's it's very difficult and shit starts to fall apart in one place or another. Like this thing, I should have done this two days ago, but I didn't because, well, A, it wasn't here. But, uh, you know, shit starts to, the you see this the cracks start to come through and then you don't get things done. And then it's scattered and then it turns into this like, oh shit, I forgot that. Like this morning I was writing radio ads, which were due, like they were supposed to start today which means they're done, the spots are made, they start running. I was writing them this morning because I forgot about them. 
on Thursday of last week because you know whatever they it was a it was a random email that was like hey can you write these ads sure no problem didn't get to it so that's my weakness is too many too many irons in the fire which is an okay thing but I don't have a structure that I follow to attack every single one of them so I should get up in the morning and literally set aside four hours and it's like okay the first four hours of my day or whatever time whether it's two o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning it doesn't matter. This is the four hours. The first 20 minutes is all noble. The next 40 minutes is all charity for children. The next 30 minutes is all real estate, whatever. Then after that, stocks. This, you know, like, and just one thing at a time, just knock them out. But what ends up happening is because I don't do that, I'll start writing the whatever for noble at nine o'clock in the morning. My my buddy Joe will call me regarding something and be like, "Hey, can you do this?" And I'm like, "Shit, yeah." And I'll start to do that, and that, like, do do. Is that because do, do. Is part of that because you're a pleaser? Um, like you don't like to tell people no. No, it's it's because those things need to get done, and so I continue to put everything first. So I like, mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of a task. Yep. Instead of finishing the task, I'll I'll do I'll start another task yep. and then come back to this one. It's a huge huge weakness and what ends up happening is it slows you down instead of speeds you up see i I actually do i i'm similar to you i think i think i think good monster and and being an entrepreneur being an owner of a company with employees has like pulled me back to the other side a little bit so like not just the like bright shiny object like oh i want i want to do this because it's fun i think you're you're in that same deal but then you get smacked in the face with all the stuff you have to do and then you're like shit i gotta do that right i have tendencies like that i don't think the block of time will work for you i don't think so either because (laughs) you'll no it won't work i've I've tried it for a decade those are my weaknesses i'm like but you know what will will sorry you know will work hiring someone uh i don't have the money but no uh, what will work for you is if you find a task management software of some sort. Yes. I, I guarantee you, it can be whatever. Asana, Redbooth, uh, <laughs> Todoist. There's oh, a yeah. zillion of them and stay dedicated to it. I can pull up my phone if I wasn't recording this on it right now. Yeah. I have not only that, which is like all of the team shit that I need to do, right? Mm-hmm. But then I have a note in my iPhone that I've been using now for a couple of years it is just a long list. It's got the check yep. bubbles. bubbles. Just like yep. we use them all the wall. All the way down of all the stuff that I have to do. Mm-hmm. And what I the one thing that works, because previous this has not worked. Task management stuff, I, I, I would I uh. would fill it and then I would not go through it. The one thing that has worked with this, and I can say that I have in my life and business been more successful just because of this one iPhone list, is that I go through it every day. I make sure things are in order that they come in mm-hmm. and that I spend 15 minutes on the shitter in the morning organizing that list and checking things off that are there done and literally deleting things that are not urgent or not even like, cause some ideas go in there. Like right, things. Right, like, yeah, yeah. I will literally delete them and say, you know what? This is not worth having a, to-do list that's a mile long, mm-hmm. it's actually worth just deleting that off there. Or maybe I'll email it to myself so it's somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. But like keeping that one list clean has drastically, like drastically 
changed my productivity. Probably also the reason why Good Monster is doing so well now. So I called that in, in another meeting today. I called that toilet time. And I'm like, hey, this is toilet time. When you're sitting down to take care of your business for the day, bang this thing out. Just make sure you get up before your feet fall asleep. Which okay. almost never happens for me. Every time I really? pretty, uh, every time my legs fall asleep. Oh, I was gonna say it, it happens often. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. There's <laughs> almost never a time that I like am fast about yeah. that. Yeah. The moment you get yourself to do that, and you and and you probably won't like because like somebody else Thanks telling for a confidence. <laughs> somebody else telling me yeah. didn't do it for me. Yeah. Right. So it. you need to like. I mean, I have lists upon lists upon lists yep. of notes of notes of notes yep. of different categories of like. Literally a whole notebook for the charity, a whole notebook for this, a whole notebook for, uh, you know, the digital workshop. Like, and they all have their own things that need to get done. But you don't check them daily. I don't check them daily. I like. You got to find the I thing start, that you check right. oh religiously. It's got to be a religion mm. for it to work for people like you or I. I don't know if you're this way or not. It's. Uh, Rob's like. Oh. So I'm always sucked in. Like, what's what's the latest, like, cool technology app that's going to make this thing better faster easier quicker and i'll get into like four or five apps i'll test them and then like like you said i don't check it daily so you know what i did i threw all this shit out and i'm down to i so i did that this weekend i'm down to a uh everything is in google calendar if you use outlook it can i can pull in from there as well but i found something that was simple Mm -hmm. that i knew i was going to look at every day and as simple as this sounds to the audience like I've met consulting clients where they they didn't even know that you could change um, because they they don't you they don't work in it. That Google Calendar has color shades and you can color block and shade out everything. If you if you looked at my freaking Google Calendar right now, yeah, it like looks it looks like you know like Willy Wonka's factory, like all rainbows all over the place. But in order for me to to retool and do what I needed to do, especially throwing in the you know, the 75 hard, you know, workout project. I'm like, I needed another 90 minutes in my day. So now the day starts at five, ends at 11. And the whole week, so all the reoccurring stuff is all done, all that's in there. I now have my open spots, which are white in the calendar. And drive time is another thing. Like if you're on the road doing things and you're not, you know, working from a home office or a, a nine to five where you're in an office, you've got to account for the road time. Mm. road time is a freaking time sucker Mm. so what else can you be doing with that road time so you should be turning your vehicle into a library where you're listening to something that's educational it's going to help you grow your business and change road time drive time in my calendar is in red because it's a freaking life sucker you know it's i can easily do 10 to 15 hours a week in drive time Mm. so i'm taking it one step further and now i'm like okay what is it that I want to be listening to this week in my drive time and have that list all ready to go? Yeah. So that things, but then it becomes the habit. And I don't think that 21 days, although that's the number we've heard from experts for years, I think you're talking more like 60 to 90 days before <coughs> things now become a habit and become ingrained in your brain and just second nature. Yeah. I mean, mine, mine I used to do what you did apps, different apps. Oh, this app's going to make it easier. Uh, but I learned I, for me personally, I, I learned real quick. It's not it literally does not matter. 
I tried, I tried, I tried writing it down. Then I tried Todoist, which is mm, another app yep. company. Then I tried Done using that one. Red Booth, and I just realized like it's not. It literally doesn't matter what you use. What's just the, keep uh, using the same thing. What's the and uh, looking at it? Like, yeah, that's the thing. It Joe, has to be Joe a Rogan always. Uh, Joe Rogan always promotes this product. What's it? What's the uh, that focus? You know that focus. Uh, pro- yeah. It's always. It's literally. There's an ad for it every two seconds. A what app? No, it's a it's a like a pill, a focus pill, like a brain. Oh, the nootrop. He always says nootropics. Yeah, That's but like there's the a nut- generic term yeah, for what it is. There's I don't a- know what it is, but Ridley. No, <laughs> no, but there are times where like even so even with the list, right? I'll be thinking about something, or I'll we'll be on you know we'll have a guest on or something, and I in my brain and I should probably just, I should probably just see like a doctor maybe, <laughs> you know, but I will I will completely check out mm-hmm. completely and i'll be like and my brain will be like someplace totally different thinking about whether this camera is still going whether like you know if if i locked my house properly plastic bag pl- oh my gosh it is it <laughs> some days i think to myself oh, i I'll never succeed in anything like this is this is too much and then I you know and then other days I'm like freaking a superhero yeah so, comes to so let's getting in, things done and sticking with the get theme it, of, of the show so let's put Al on the spot is it okay if we put you on the spot uh depends but yeah so let's walk out of here today with you saying hey you, so you just can you just went to confession uh okay so now like okay what's one thing I'm good enough that I'm you're gonna <laughs> Gosh, do <Janet> people like <laughs> to work on the problem that you just had. Um, the one thing I'm gonna do to work on the problem I just yeah. had is because you know everybody's to... watching and they're gonna say, "Hey, did Al ever blah blah blah?" Or I'm, I'm like, struggling uh-huh. with that too. Like, what did Al do? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to dedicate a specific amount of time each day. I'm gonna attempt what you're saying is not gonna work. Because I, I want to try it. To be clear, like, it's not going to work because I'm telling you to do it. But, like, if you do it and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, you just, what Rob said, like, you need to see that, holy shit, like, this is actually keeping right. me organized. I'm going to attempt to set aside X amount of time at some point in the day. I don't want to say as soon as I get up because it depends. Sometimes I get up and I'm a bear and I'm like, I don't just want to eat. Other times I'm like, I'm right to the computer. <laughs> Let's rock and roll. You know what I mean? So what if you right? said... But some gonna, point in the day that gets like an hour or two hours of dedicated, I'm going to knock off everything I can do. You're more creative at night, right? I would I, assume. Typically at nighttime, I perk up and I'm like... But are you like... I don't want to promote that. I don't want to promote that. I want to get my... I want to well, change that your, habit. your entertainment schedule. It's because I mean, of the entertainment schedule. Yeah. But I don't want to be... I want to switch my world around a little bit because... What I don't, happens when entertainment comes back? When entertainment comes back, I'll be gigging at night and it won't matter. Oh. So I want to train my mind now to be like, get up, routine, get to work about whatever time, you know, 9, 10 o'clock, bang out uh, whatever I got to bang out from 9 to 11 or whatever it's going to be. Go do whatever I want to do and then... And he else not a slacker 
Al's up till two, three, four o'clock in the morning sometimes, and that's why oh, he's yeah. saying. I mean, I'm learning all. He's not starting to, until nine or ten. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, but then there are days that I, the other day I woke up at five a.m. I got up, I did a workout, I went and started working on some real estate stuff that I'm trying to get, yeah. that I'm trying to get into, and I'm like, oh, I'm clearly I'm a superstar right now. Like, <laughs> I this it was is, a good this day. Is, this is high performance. This is high performance right here. Yeah. I've read about this in the books. Here it is. Here I am. Yeah. And then the next day I was like, uh-huh. like I I couldn't even well, function. Yeah, you can only sustain that for so, so long. I I got knocked down off my superstar uh, CEO pedestal. <laughs> but um, I have to get a little more structured to like, you know what I mean. I, I do. I have to. If you're so, I, what I was thinking is that if you have a creative brain. Yes, I do have a creative brain. That's it, proven to be more of a night person. Like I'm way yeah. more. I could stay up till two oh, or three yeah. in the morning. Way oh. easier than I could wake up at four or five in the morning yeah. or six or whatever in the morning. Like that's just built into my DNA. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember being in like middle school, and I'm like up at one o'clock in the morning, and I'm like just could not. Oh, like it wasn't even like my brain was racing. Like I just wasn't tired. And I vividly remember like just opening my closet and being like, I want to wear this t-shirt tomorrow or this t-shirt tomorrow. I mean, I never had a bedtime. And I was just like, no, never in my life. And I will, I love my mom, but I will blame her for this because (laughs) she didn't make you go to bed. You have to get her back in the show. Because I, yeah, she she can talk all about this, but it's her fault entirely. So. (laughs) Uh, my my dad would work like the overnight shift. Yeah, and my mom was a night owl. She grew up that way, and so she would literally have like company over. She'd call like my aunt or her cousins or whatever, and be like, "You want to come over for coffee?" And be eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, and then they would stay up until like four in the morning, like playing games and cheese and crackers and like. There yeah. were times where my dad came home from work at seven in the morning, they were still and up. they were still up. Like, hey, <laughs> wow. And so I was like, and you were still up. Well, I wasn't still up at oh. that point, but there were times I was. Like when I got older, I was like, "Yeah, like let's go." So I never had a yeah. bedtime. I was up all hours of the night. Do like, you think it's more? What than do that? you want to do tonight, Ma? Three in the morning. I love Lucy's over. So what should we do now? Is it more that or more gigging? Because it seems like way more that is the reason. Oh, that is definitely the reason. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that just which is why I love gigging. To your gig like, stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm out, I'm ripping it up, having a great time. And then two o'clock in the morning, it's like, you're done with the wedding. You're done with whatever it is. I mean, I don't, I don't gig that late anymore, but like most of my gigs end at, let's say the latest midnight at this yeah. point. But then I'm, I'm like you're ready to go. one or two in the morning because oh, you, your brain is. Right. Like I have yeah. so much noise in my head, like, you know, like all the, all the pounding that you hear. And that'll last until like two, three in the morning. It's like getting off a boat and you're still going like this, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I'll get home. Else is still going like this. Yeah, every, yeah, like everyone's. Yeah. Everybody's in bed sleeping, and I'm like. I've heard that. I've heard all oh, sorts dude. of interviews of like bands and musicians say all the say the same thing. Like yeah. You get off and like you could you could have just been up for 24 hours straight, but it doesn't matter. You doesn't still need a couple of hours. You to need like, to like down. come yeah. down off of that adrenaline rush, so. As you know, obviously, when I was a kid, I I was up all night, so I was used to it. But I'm still that way, you know. I'm still I don't necessarily want to be that way though. I just can't try to like instead of trying to fit it into like nine to eleven or whatever yeah. it is, just make it the first thing you do when you wake up. Right. Like that's it. Like that's again, we're and different I have people, been but I'm doing just, that. Actually, noticing I'll, so many similarities. Yeah, I make the co- I have a very strict routine. I get up, 
two bottles of water, first thing, chug it, start sipping my coffee. And then the coffee kicks in and I'm like, this is my prime time to go up to the computer because my yep. brain is like kicking into gear. Yeah. And then I have a pretty good crash right after that. <laughs> Eat something. <laughs> pretty something sizable crash around 12. So how come you're not having breakfast during the time? Because I also am trying to like not eat until 12 right fast. so you're fasting to fast until 12 which isn't that bit it's right. not even that long of a fast right um but like a good 12 hour fast in and then i eat whatever breakfast lunch um and then everything's except pretty on much show days. except on show days when i don't do any of that um <laughs> and this is this these are the days when you should do that oh, the I, most no shit yeah yeah you should get up and i should have like a whole watermelon before i come <laughs> The Full well the ta- the task list thing like, oh yeah it'll you know especially on a Monday but like even when we were doing uh, just a little bit ago there's someone going to my aunt's house to buy something I flipped online they were talking to me and I'm like Joe can you like she's gonna be there have her pay for Venmo put the dresser in her car like that kind of shit that happens all the time to me and it makes me feel bad because I'm like I should shut that right down. Handle all those things in the morning where I'm like, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to be offline from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. Yeah. No one can get a hold of me because I'm doing the podcast. Set up all the things in place to, to happen. Right. But I don't. <clears throat> Why they not? get Well, because I'm a schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. Like, so like, did you hear what not? Ed Milet said on the, on the podcast the other day? He's like, look, when you, first thing you get up in the morning... Do not freaking pick this up. Oh. He says, leave it alone and go take your, for him, it's, you know, Walk. his half an hour to an hour of quiet time. Like, as soon as you turn that damn oh, thing on and you look at it, you're going to get sucked into five different social media channels and emails and text messages and this, well, that, so and for, the other thing. I don't, ag- I don't agree with that for me because, like, for him, I understand it. Like, he's got millions of followers and whatever, mm-hmm. emails and yeah. businesses and uh-huh. stuff like that. I don't have businesses that size, but uh, I go um, on for that list, right? So, um, like, I do have millions of followers. <laughs> but if, I, you, I but if you waited 30 minutes before you checked the list, what, what would happen? I would waste 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, John knows. Like, that's just, for John. that's just me, right? Like, yeah. so I can only speak to my weaknesses right. and maybe a little bit of Alice because they are just like Dude, they mine, right? Like, so I was in the dart, you know, like humming. What was my nickname? Hum Jagger. Hum Jagger. Yeah. And the hummingbird, like. Yeah. In our defense, though, it's not like, ooh, look, a deer. It's like, ooh, look, our other project. Right. right. It's not yeah. like scattered, yeah. like yep. you can't. It's just we do a lot of things that we love them all. Mm-hmm. And they all require a lot of energy. Like, I'll be honest right now. Our jeans company is like non-existent in terms of moving for a variety of different reasons. But one of them is like we've had to prioritize some of the more important things. Uh, being parents, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, good monster. Number three, no bull, right? right? So the third company has all the systems like set up and ready to go. Uh, it, it's also 100 degrees, which doesn't help selling jeans. But um, that's another thing where we've found a team to like help sort of move that forward this fall that's not as much of us as it used to be yeah right and so you like, really need to start that now to to get ready for the fall right i mean yeah. you're 
So we're only a few months away. The alter, yeah, we, yeah, we are. We're setting up a lot of the like things that when people are starting to look for genes, mm-hmm. like they're gonna see us. Yeah. But that's my point is that that is one thing that we've made the choice to like stop doing. As much as it hurt because you lose momentum, you lose right. a lot of that that you've like built up, and some of that's gonna have to be start started yeah. over again. Um, Good monster. That this past week, the team got really jammed with a lot of stuff we're doing mm. so the end of last week and and today and tomorrow we're going through and just checking everything and making sure that all the work that's being done is valuable because everyone's fucking flat out right so everyone's yeah. just jam-packed and busy and feeling like i, don't, I can't take on another task mm-hmm. you know that's a problem so go you know auditing the task that you've gotten yourself into and saying like, okay, I should probably put this on pause for six months or whatever it might be. Right, don't even... Yeah, like is right. it bringing financial or, or emotional value to you in a way that's like worth it? Because uh-huh. like I've had to swallow some hard pills to turn some of those things off. You know, like I used to be, I used to, I have a website. You can go on right now probably, jtimmerman.com. Like I was writing blog posts and like, I'm like, I'm going to be an author someday. And I'm just like this, that's not, not right now. No, that's yeah. an uphill battle that is not worth trying to climb now. Yeah. But you have to do the audit first, right? And you know yeah. to know, like, okay, here's here's the list. All right, what's as you said, what's moving me emotionally? What's moving me financially? Mm-hmm. What's you know, and then gone down through, and then yeah, put these things up on a shelf. Well, and, so then work with the rest. And this was a little. I've always been a little bit like this, but. COVID really launched me into like a opportunity driven place where I've got all this time. I don't have gigs. I don't have, I'm not learning tunes. I'm not practicing. I'm just kind of like, you know, there's my full-time job ish, even in the video production world gone. Mm. So I was like, Oh, this is perfect. Like I'm going to dive into all the things I've always wanted to dive into and really learn for four to six months, learn how this stuff works, learn the ins and outs of certain real estate moves, mm-hmm. learn the ins and outs of TD Ameritrade and stocks. Cause like, why not? Then by the time my gigs come back, I'll already be in. I'll, 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 I'll already be into the things that, and they'll just start to like, you know, work for, for me. But I've never done that before. Like I've never actually taken the steps to learn the things I always wanted to learn because I was busy like, you know, with my life mm-hmm. doing stuff. So now it's like sensory overload, knowledge overload, everything overload. And I'm seeing the weaknesses. Like I'm seeing the cracks in my ability yeah. to do so many different things. And I'm like, oh, I see now. I understand like how you really operate. Yeah. You little shit. <laughs> I just figured it out at like six years, five years earlier than you. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Same thing happened. It's crazy. Cracks. Yeah. the cra- You they see all, all the cracks things. and you're like, this Another is good what example separates. is the show that I have on LinkedIn now. I'm here for the waffles, but I'll stay for some questions. Yes. Uh, I have tried to start a show like that for years. a decade. I don't know. <laughs> Eight years. Maybe not quite a decade. All but, of my life. But a long time. <laughs> and I started it and I got all jacked up about it. I mean, this is maybe a little bit of like all of it. We're all... Yeah. Combining our weaknesses now. It's the truth. With our weaknesses combined. Yeah. <laughs> we are Captain Planet. Giant <laughs> weakness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can in post, can they do like, <laughs> like a, a, an orb of like weakness here? together. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, so I tried and I did all the steps and I YouTubed it and I, you know, filmed it and I just started and I posted it and I put all like I would literally stop doing some of the more important things so that mm. I could focus on this because I knew five years from now this is going to be an amazing show. I'm just going to stay at it and tweak it and, you know, whatever. Three months gets down the road, two months gets down the road. I got like five viewers, you know. I'm not, I, I, did, I don't have enough time to figure out the like minutia of a YouTube video to really get it to go and yeah. like, all this, it, like the details, right? It's details. And meanwhile, I look back the previous two months and I'm like, oh shit, all of these things like got like pushed off to the side. Like that was the late 20, you know. Yeah. Wait, you're not talking about the current, the current no, show is just, very successful. Yeah, yeah. No, oh. I'm talking like when a you show. Start, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The first one was called like monster questions or something like right. that and then the second one i, I don't even remember the names right. of them but like i just kept like reinventing thinking oh this is the thing right and i'm gonna start again and it just you know it just kept pulling away from all of the more important things because yeah. i tried to learn all the details mm -hmm. and i tried to so like it would fade away because it wasn't working right right and now i'm like Fuck it. Now, there's two theories I'm interested in. Oh, shit. Here's on. all this stuff that I should have been doing. Now I should probably catch up on that. Yeah. I'm interested in your opinions on the two theories that many people have. One is dive all in on one thing. Like, stop with the spreading out of whatever and just dedicate 150% to one thing. Uh, the other theory is the exact opposite which is try a million things because it only takes one thing and and most likely the law of averages one of those things is going to be the thing that takes off i'm so torn between those two theories on like which one is really the path to success i, I would my opinion is that both are the path but, yeah. like, what do you guys, those two theories, all in on one thing and, like, just every day, that thing, a mastery, 10,000 hours, whatever, right? So, just heard this this exact thing this morning on a podcast. Do tell. <clears throat> and and the, so, the guy was talking about having multiple streams of income, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, the scenario that we just went through with COVID and are still going through, that impacted different verticals very differently, right? Right. So he said, master the one thing first, get that on autopilot, and as soon as that's on autopilot, then pursue the second. Get that running, so that's on autopilot, then pursue the third. That was his opinion. He's he's very successful um, mm. in what he does, and he's, he's our age, you know, he's late 30s, early 40s. That was his advice. Do not jump into, you know, a gazillion different things. To test them, at some point in time, we have to stop yeah, testing. But what, but what about the things that? What about the things that take time? Like, for I, example, I would say, coming from your your standpoint, is like your. We had this conversation, I think, on a previous show where you're happy with the type of music that you participate in, mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have a passion to get into different types, meaning like a solo career or right. things like that. So for you, maybe that path wouldn't work, but like um, testing things, uh, 
you have to realize like you're starting from ground zero. So that's the one problem right. that I've experienced is uh, starting something brand new and like you're a baby. you live for like figuring it out. Uh, yeah, you're that a baby. two o'clock in the morning. It's exciting. It's, yeah, I'm, you know, yeah. It's like I'm gonna. I'm gonna the problem is learn all this, this shit. Goes back to the you start things, you get excited, and you hit a roadblock. The problem with trying a zillion things when you're doing it alone, I would venture to guess most people in that world of like trying, starting, trying, starting, don't ever clear the hump. Right. They Without never, they, getting close to the sun of somebody who's successful doing that. Right. Close enough they're going to help you. Right. Not right. not close enough to to like listening to their podcast. Right. And right. I don't, don't want to be jack of all trades, master of none. I don't like that, but at the same time like for example, a real life example, I'm very very much into like investment property right now. Right now. Right now. And I'm digging in. Yeah. But I know for a fact that is not an overnight success thing. That's that's like a that's like a, a long, long term play of decades of asset well, you know, of wealth and, and of building assets and of but I need the knowledge to start. I need property one and two sure. to start. I'm never gonna be not never, I'm not gonna be a master of that. So like your guys approach, master one thing, that's impossible. I couldn't possibly master that and let it it would take too long it's the wrong order though well you've what you've mastered is you as a musician the only problem is is that we and who the hell would have seen it coming is the covid it, right? right the whole thing so you've out. got to master something that pays the bills and keeps the, the money train moving whatever that is well and, and maybe, right now that's that's a, that's the thing is like what do i have right now right. that's doing that nothing right so, but it, that's why I'm trying all either. Things. What? Sometimes that one thing temporarily isn't what's bringing us joy. Right. It's just like, all right, we just got to pay the bills because at 2 a.m., I am freaking like all in on the investment property thing. Right. And I'm learning about that while this might suck for a while. Right. You know, but your your one thing that you've mastered is you being a great musician. And right, knowing and, how and to as get... as soon as that opens up again, you're okay. Then it doesn't matter how long the other things take because I've got the thing almost on autopilot. Right. Gigs are booked, yeah. whatever, but again, who would have saw what's yeah. happened coming? And so, you know, that's where, so now it's it's shame on us if we move forward through this and we don't have, if we're not working on that thing, which you are, the, you know, your Ameritrade and your, yeah. your real estate, you're, you're working on those things so that should this ever happen again, well, hopefully, the yeah. Piece, you know, has to get pushed to uh, pause. Mm -hmm. And I'm very accepting of the fact that like those things don't need priority. Like they're, it's like basically I'm going to college again for those things. Sure. But they don't need priority. If it's if it's yeah. a noble thing that comes up, digital workshop, write up one of these things. Like I can just stop learning about the real estate and put it on pause for as long as I want because it doesn't right. matter. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. It's not an income generator yet. It doesn't matter. It's just something I know I need in my life for the long term. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so the good news is I, you know, I, I'm, I'm aware of which things can, um, you know, get moved around. Yeah. Well, test out the task list. Test idea. out the task list. Yeah. Wherever you do it. In notes. You just use notes. Just literally. Yeah. It's the just same a, freaking notes we use for our weekly yeah. meetings. And it's been yeah. the same. It literally says to do. 
And then just uh, a lot. And like, all of the different things in the same list. Because yeah, for me, I need monster. different lists for different things. No, I used to do it. I used to use my reminders app, and I still have them today. We could look it up on here. And it has categories for good monster. Right. It was pre-no bull, but no, Jackson right, Joe, whatever. I didn't use it. I didn't use it properly. Right. right. I put them in there, but then I didn't use it properly. It wasn't until I got this one master list, and it was in order. Because you... You'll you probably heard this before. Like your life is a business, also, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? So yes, you have no bull. Then you have your music music career, mm-hmm. um, and then you have you know life tasks. Uh, so your life is a business. So yes, you need to prioritize certain aspects of it are more important at other times than mm-hmm. others. But you're juggling multiple tasks oh. in your life. Yeah. So having them in different task lists. Unless you figure out a way that I haven't, maybe there is a way to prioritize which of those task lists is more important to look at first. It's not. It's not. It's so impossible. by having all of them in one list and then prioritizing them just based on important mm-hmm. importance, like if the if you're in financial need, well, things that make you money are more important, or figuring out forms for this or that or whatever, like right. or that deadlines jumps or shit, like to the top of the list. Right. You know, for me my team relies on me, you know, and I have 22 people now that rely in one way or another on me to do things. Oh yeah. Make payroll, uh, figure out client problems, put out fires, those things approve shit, jump to the top of the list. If I'm holding them back. Right. So now you have other people accountable. Now I have other people accountable. So having that one list is, is the thing that worked for me. Versus having the multiple lists. I'll give that a try. In combined, in combined with a dedicated time to review that list, we'll make that list. Like every week, make that list and add to it because Mine's, every week it's a whole new. There's a whole new set of shit that comes. Three o'clock in the morning, an idea pops in or a thing that you want to do for Noble yep. 2022.0. The ninja here. idea came at three thirty in the morning. Yeah. No, sorry, it came running, but then like the culmination of the thing. Right. Like we even used popped it in. We like the same list we used for the three of us. So I set one up for our, our home grocery list. Oh yeah. And sent it to Michelle. Did I do that too? So I'm like, hey, anything that you need, throw it in here. Now I don't have to stop and ask her. She doesn't have to stop and tell me. And I'm like, hey, look at groceries now, starting this week, get picked up on Friday between four and five. Yep. Cool. And that's what I'm going. Nice. Know? There it is. So well, that was a good weakness chat. Yeah. Hopefully all of you out there found a little bit of tidbits from our own weaknesses and drop it in the comments, the messages, tell us your weaknesses, tell us your strengths, tell us how to fix ours, say whatever you want, (laughs) just say something. Yeah. So as always, we are super appreciative to those that tune in with us. It means a ton um, as we're growing this rocket ship known as the Noble Company. Don't forget, you can find these episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8.30 p.m., Facebook, YouTube, if you'd like to watch it, all the podcasting platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google, if you'd like to listen to it. Um, We love you all. Thank you so much. Until then, cheers, everyone, to life and business. May you prosper in both.